So this is first episode of the Orbital Opinion podcast. I have my very close friend Veda with me to Hello. talk <laughs> to talk about. Can you guess what we're going to talk about? What I would bring up as the first topic. I honestly have no idea. I didn't ask because I wanted it to be a surprise. Well, you know what? I feel like this is not going to be nearly as big of a surprise as you think. Because we're talking about Mecca. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I figured you might be able to tell me a little something about Mecca. Just a little. Um, I mean, okay. Other than the obvious that uh, Mecca refers to giant robots, like, uh, do, you want, do you want more specific? Like, do you want me to talk more about, like, Gundam? Or, like... Well, we're going to get there, but first I want you to explain Mecha to somebody who has absolutely no Mecha experience. Okay, well, um, to put it in, like, the shortest amount of words possible, it's literally Japanese deus ex machina, god-saving machine. Um, in most Mecha anime, the mech is always what's, like, the saving tool, what saves the day. Um, and it's really just more of, like, you, you have this robot that usually looks like a samurai in mech anime. Um, just a little uh, sprinkle of nationalism in there. Um, I've, I've to come and save the day. I've always wondered why there were so many just samurai-looking like mechs. Like, no matter which mech anime I was briefly looking at, they all just kind of had, like, samurai. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's the sprinkle of uh, Japanese is the best, you know. Japan's the best. I'm sorry, um, did I cut you off there? You can, you can keep going. No, I'm uh, thinking. Um, then there, yeah, there are shows that like subvert that, where they're more of like, yeah, the mechs are there, but they're really more part of the world than like this one single thing that like shows up to save the day. Um, shows like Gundam and stuff, but then in Gundam, the Gundams themselves are those machines because they have like mobile suits that are also giant mechs, and then Gundams, which depending on what series you're watching, they differentiate from the mobile suits in some ways. Um, but usually, mech... They're not usually focused on just like, oh yeah, like we're going to save the day. It's, it's not like a Power Ranger situation most of the time. A lot of the time, they're like space opera, I want to say. Um, like I would categorize almost every Gundam show space opera. <laughs> I can get um, that. I can get that. It's just dramatic, you know? Um, it's incredibly dramatic. Which is weird, because usually I find those kind of shows, like, the best. Like, I like dramatic shows. But for some reason, when you throw just giant robots in them, maybe it's because I'm thinking that the silly drama doesn't match up to the fact that we have giant fucking robots now. <laughs> why, okay. are these, yeah. why are these small issues a thing? We are at a level. Where we have giant fucking robots. So I think the 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 anime, the mecha I I've ever watched the most of, continuously actually thinking about it, was Code Geass. Mm, okay. And I think it's because they spent so much more time outside of the mechs that sometimes I forgot that mechs were in that fucking show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Code Geass is like a pretty, it's pretty decent about bringing mechs into like the drama aspect of it, but I do feel like it's more of like a thriller drama than it is like a mech show. Um, the mechs are really just there as like tools. Um, 
in that case, there there is no like I don't really feel like there is a Deus Ex Machina because the character Lelouch himself is that with his eye. That's what he uses to save the day all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean that is a good example of like a show where they're just mechs there just for there. Um, it's been a seen it so i don't remember how much of like the realism that they try to put in there um with the mechs like i don't remember if there was like ever an issue with like maintenance or like deployability or stuff like that the the thing about gundam and like a lot of those mech shows that they're like put like gundam specific i'm going to talk about gundam mostly because that's the one that i know the most about um (laughs) what i have the most questions about (laughs) all right yeah it's uh it's really more of like post-world war ii like as a franchise, so they address a lot of like neo-colonialism and like child soldiers and stuff like that. Like there, there are several themes that are always in a Gundam show. There's mechs, there's the giant robots, there's the fact that it's a space opera. There's always a space princess. Um, there's always child soldiers, and there's always neo-colonialism. <laughs> those five things are what always make a Gundam show. Okay, no, that makes sense because that was definitely a Gundam esque show. Because now I'm thinking of Darling in the Franks, which has literally all of that. I guess I've never thought about how young all of the fucking mech drivers, operators, pilots. I've never thought about. They're always like 15, 16. Like they're always fairly young. What? Is there a specific reason for that? Um, I mean, other than like. I think just the horrors of war and uh, just tossing kids in there and just being like, yeah, this is what war does to people. It's pretty fucked up. And this is what a lot of people grew up with in uh, post-war era. Um, but also, like, a lot of anime in general is focused on adolescence. Yeah. And, like, I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Like, I don't know if it's just because a lot of the workforce and, like, cre- content creators are probably younger, so they're drawing off their own experiences and, like, they're probably mostly just out of school so that's like what they know the most or just if in japanese society in total you peak in high school and like that's the best you're gonna get i don't i don't know like i don't ever see anything about college no one no one talks about college you know what that's that's actually pretty fucking true everything is based off of like maybe there's junior senior year of high school and and then we just never hear hear about it again Damn. Yeah, just after like a, you might get an animator that's like slice of life, and they're like, oh, the seniors are graduating. Then after they graduate, they're just fucking gone. Like wow. they, they don't ever show up again. The the reason I bring up the whole age thing is because, and this is this is a spoiler alert, uh, for the Inuyasha reboot second series Yashihime for anybody listening. Uh, Vader, you don't give a shit about that show, do you? No, I didn't think so. Uh, but do you remember, I, I know this has almost nothing to do with Mecca, but this is just a little side note. Do you remember Ren from Inuyasha? Like the 10-year-old girl? No. Oh, okay. Well, never. Doesn't matter. In, doesn't. Shishurma was on some other shit, all right? That's it. That's all I'm going to say on that one. And okay. we're going to get back to, how far do you think we are from just having Gundam? Like, you think of, like, I mean, Boston Robotics. <laughs> there's... There's a group of, uh, I think, engineers in Japan that are making one for, like, fun. Like, a scale, one-to-one scale one. Is that the one that I always think is, like, a meme where it's, like, flipping off just everything? Yeah, yeah. so the, the middle finger is actually Photoshop, but, like, the hand itself, like, the bot itself is real. Oh. 
real real yeah yeah you okay, can but... you can look up i think there's like a video of it taking its first step it's very clunky and it's incredibly slow so like i don't know how close we are to like mechanized gundams but like as a thing yeah they exist first thing you think they're gonna be used for is war huh Right? I mean, that's you. Okay, so in going back to Gundams as in the show, they not only do they are they like the god saving mechanism, but they also represent quite literally nuclear weapons. They they are weapons of mass destruction. They are the one thing that can change the tide against hordes of enemies. In some shows, they literally run on nuclear power. But like it's, it just goes back to like the post World War II thing because like the first series with like Amuro and Char um, is very like the Mars colonies have been pushed to the brink because they've been like taken over and pushed around by the Earth Federation. Eventually, they start invading back into the Earth sphere, and then the Earth develops a weapon, the Gundam, that they use that is just a weapon of mass destruction and just fuck shit up. So. Gundams, we're not going to replace commercial goods before we start replacing militarized goods, I guess, for something like that. Like, I'm not going to be running around in an Iron Man suit, you don't think, before the military can bomb insert country here with a mech. I mean, with enough money, probably. But like, yeah, I don't see why that would go private before military use. I mean, you could probably use it for like exoskeletons and stuff like that. You know how like they have like a... Like support rigs for people that have really bad like joints and body systems to like support their bodies and help things easier for them. Like if you made it on like a human scale, then maybe you could use it for that. But like we already have so much reference material for it being used as a weapon, I would honestly be a little disappointed if no one did. Like maybe I, Elon could do it. Like Tesla, Gundam Tesla. Like. Gundam Tesla, but but Cybertruck was a thing, right? And uh, we saw yeah. that, that we saw that rock go straight through that fucking window. Do you not think? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we got to get the basics done first before we let Elon start setting up mechs. Well, it was just the glass, right? Like the the structure itself, I'm sure, has enough integrity. You just put layers over the cockpit. Like it's usually you know the chest. That's usually between like you and the outside world. No, that's no, no. Glass you see, still. you see, in mechs, usually it's it, they use cameras that feed to the cockpit. <laughs> Unless you're in a Zaku, then, then the cockpit's in the head. But the dollar and the Franks, they... Mm, nah, actually. That, that doesn't make sense. Because it always showed the perspective from the top, but they were definitely in, like, the crotchal area of the Right, mix. because the camera's in the head. <laughs> and they feed down. The, the Japanese have thought of everything. They've had ample time to get the details down. And, like, you can, you can look at the evolution of mech specifically through Gundam, through, like, the gunpla and stuff, because, like, they get more and more detailed as you go. Like, the high grades are just... It's still all just, like, Legos, basically, but, like, you go from snapping just, like, oh, yeah, you put these two pieces together, you have the whole leg, and then to, okay, you put, like, these four pieces together to get, like, the upper leg, and then you get these two together to make the calf, and then you get these together to make the knee joint, and then you put the armor over it. These, so it's, it's like building a Gundam. Yeah, because I I always see like the uh, what do you call them the the assembly scenes and I go Jesus Christ do they have to do this every time they have to deploy? Mm, it, so depends. So like one of the things about Gundam is that like it goes really heavy in like the realism of it. So like deploying for certain machines is an issue that they address in some of the shows because some of the machines are meant for space versus some of the machines are meant for like ground combat. 
but the ground combat ones sometimes go into space and they have a trouble like launching them because like they can't get them on the magnetic rails properly or stuff like that or they'll be on the ground and they'll get like sand in the gears and they'll have to spend time maintaining it and like those details yeah those details i think really add to like it's more of like how in star wars you know how everything is like it's it's an, a long ass time ago, but they have future technology that's really dilapidated. Like everything is run down as fuck. Like the only yeah. people who have nice things are the Empire are making new things. Everyone else has like hand me downs and like run like really run down stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of how it's like in because there's there's history that they draw off of that they don't address, but they like acknowledge. And it's very similar in Gundam where they're like, yeah, like we've had time to come up to this point. There's there's a whole ass world around us but like we're going to address specific things that are references to certain conflicts because like i when i watch like sci-fi shows i like the ones that that really are like hey we've only got like this much oxygen we're going to start people putting people into cryo sleep to just save us like 10 minutes of oxygen people do need to breathe sometimes i don't know why i was fucking going with that oh my god this solo too sometimes So, Vid, I want to thank you for, for coming on to the first episode. Hopefully it wasn't too bad having to talk to me for 15 minutes straight like this. Uh, hope I didn't get too lost too many times in there for you. Is there anything you'd like to say? Anything you want to plug? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, if, you, if you're if you interested and you get the chance, check out uh, Crunch Time Presents. Uh, it's two words. Crunch Time is one word on uh, YouTube or uh, Instagram. Um it's a group that I work with um, that promotes local artists uh, where I live out in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, they do a lot of good stuff. I haven't been working with them for a bit because of Corona, but they've uh, tightened the crew down to like two people basically and have been still churning out content. So uh, if you're into music or poetry or uh, and so there's a lot of stuff, go, go check it out. All right. Uh, and I'll link all of that, I guess, either in the podcast description or, or wherever you link stuff for podcasts. Cause I'm still not quite sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a learning process, but uh, yeah, thanks for uh, having me on the first podcast. It was a pleasure to talk about something I very much love. I'm sorry if I uh, went on tangents or lost my trail of thought, had to pick up somewhere else randomly, but uh, <laughs> yeah. All good. Love it. 